Are you a woman over the age of 35? If so, I need you to listen up. When I was in perimenopause, I was struggling with mood swings, hot flashes, and acne. When my symptoms began, I wished I had one place to answer all of my questions. And I want you to have what wasn't available to me, Morphus. Morphus is a company started by two women who are in perimenopause and menopause that just want to help other women in this phase of life. They have a podcast, Menopause Reimagined. They have a website, We Are Morphous, with amazing products that provide relief. If you are struggling with any of the over 102 possible symptoms, yes, I said 102 symptoms, then please check them out. You are not alone in this. Visit wearemorphous.com. That's W-E-A-R-E-M-O-R-P-H-U-S.com. I am super excited to have the wonderful Matt Fraser on the show today. He is an incredible psychic. I am sure you've heard of him. And we're here to talk about his work and his incredible tour. And I'm hoping to talk about somebody special. Hello, Matt. Welcome. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. It's so great to be here with you. Okay, first of all, Matt, I understand that your mother and your grandmother have these abilities, right? And as a child, when it happened to you, you were like, no, because it's a lot, right? Oh my God, it's crazy. Growing up was like that movie, The Sixth Sense. Every time I went, every time I went to bed, I would see and hear the departed. And it was crazy because I felt like I was literally in that movie. No matter where I would go, souls would come to me and try to connect and speak. And it's crazy because I literally felt in the beginning like the house was haunted or where I was going was haunted. I never realized that this was something that only I could see and sense and feel. It's so interesting. Now, did you go to your mother and your grandmother right away and say, oh my goodness, I have the gift? So no, because I was only three years old. So I remember growing up yelling and screaming and crying in the bedroom because I was seeing and hearing dead people. And it's funny because my mom tried to get me to embrace this. I remember her coming in and being like, you know, oh my God, you know, why are you crying? I would tell her I was seeing dead people. And instead of her trying to, you know, instead of her trying to help me and saying like, oh, I'll lay next to you. I'll put the TV on for you. It was just the opposite. You know, she was like, oh my God, what are they saying? Who are they? Who, who's speaking to you? But I was so afraid that all I wanted was to just live a normal life. So I did everything that I could to just push it away. And I did for many, many years. Yeah. Weren't you working as an EMT? And at some point you thought I could help more people by embracing my gift. Absolutely. I mean, I was working at the, as an EMT at the World Trade Center in Boston. I worked for the security mm -hmm. operations department. And then from there, I went to go and see a medium for the first time myself because I wanted to see who was actually using this gift since all my family did was keep it a secret or run from it. So I saw a medium for the first time and it changed my life because it showed me that this was something that I could use to help people to heal just in a different way. Now, when people come to you, I understand that they give you dates and stories and give us a little, tell us a little bit about that. If you want to use me, I'm, <laughs> I'm more than happy to. Oh my God. Well, I got to tell you, I, I'm a little bit jet lagged today. So I'm a little bit off. I just got back from doing a whole Canada tour. It was crazy. So it was back to back to back to back, reading after reading after reading. So literally my, my brain is fried because what happens is, is that the souls use my whole body to communicate. I'll feel them, sense them, hear them. And to me, what's amazing is, is that doing this work, it's like learning another language. When I'm communicating with the other side, what happens is, is that I'll see the souls and then also they'll start to whisper names and dates and places. And then they'll start to show me some of the messages that they want to, that they want to go and connect with here in this world. For example, just this past weekend, there were mothers, fathers, sisters, brothers, all that came through. There was this woman that came to me who her fiance had passed away of an addiction. He desperately needed her to know that he was okay on the other side. And what's amazing is a lot of times the souls will come through because there's unfinished business that they didn't get to talk about here in this world. For example, just this past weekend, there was this woman that I was reading for 
And it was so sad when her, her fiance, before he had passed away, he had a long struggle with addiction. Mm-hmm. And she had, she had literally said to him, you need to get better. You need to get better. So, you know, they had this big argument and this big fight and they had broken up and he went into rehab. And then when she when he went, went into rehab, she met somebody new and she found out she was pregnant. And then long story short, when he got out of rehab, she reconnected with him and had to explain to him that she was pregnant with somebody else's child. And shortly after that, he had died of an addiction. She wanted to know what happened. Was it me? Did I cause this? You know, what was supposed, you know, why did he die? And it was amazing because he came through and let her know that that was not the reason why he had passed away. So it gets really emotional and it's really tough because sometimes you're forced to deliver messages that are not easy to hear. Oh, I bet. Now I am super attached to my dogs. I have one dog in particular. I call him my soulmate dog, Blue. And I already cry just anticipating that he won't be with me someday. And I understand that you don't just see your human loved ones right after you pass, but you see your pets. Oh, absolutely. Well, listen, pets are the first to greet us when we go to the other side, because what happens is, is that adopting a pet is much like adopting a human in the sense that they become our soul family. So the same way, I'll tell you as a medium, I can't tell when someone's adopted or not. So for example, when someone comes to me, the only way that I'll know is that a lot of times they'll have, you know, six sets of, of grandparents and, you know, instead of, instead of like two or whatever it may be or four. So what happens is, is that on the other side, when we adopt a pet into our life, we adopt them into our soul family. So the same way that you adopt a person and mm-hmm. that person becomes, you know, your son or your daughter and to you, they become your mom and your dad, Right. You're going to know that on the other side, it's the same thing with our pets. So heaven is not a place that separates us. Heaven is a place that reunites us and all of our pets are there. And what's truly amazing is that the souls even tell me, and I think this is a little creepy, but the souls tell me that they're able to actually talk to us from the other side. Really? Yeah. So what's crazy is, is when we pass on, we'll be able to know what our dog was thinking, what our cat was thinking. That freaks me out because I love animals, but I like them to be silent. I don't know what I'm going to do when all of a sudden, you know, I get to the other side and the, and all of a sudden my cats have opinions. <laughs> well, tell us about your tour and some of the places you're going and how you're feeling about that. Oh my God. It's incredible. It's an absolutely incredible experience because I'm literally going from city to city to city. And each event is literally like a family reunion with heaven. It's go, 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 go nonstop. Like just last night, I got late. I got in late, late, late last night from, from Canada. Now I'm here on the podcast with you. I mean, it's incredible because during these events, I never know who's going to come through, what they're going to say or what the messages will be. But what's really amazing is that at every single event and destination, your loved ones are there and waiting. And the moment that you take your seats, they're right behind you. And what's really cool is it doesn't matter where you sit. It just matters that you're there because it doesn't matter if you're in the front row, back row, all the way up on the balcony. If there's a message from your loved one, I will find you and get it to you. So I'm so excited to announce that I just wrapped up one leg of Canada. Now I'm coming back to Calgary, Canada. And then I am coming to Portland, Maine, Hampton, New Hampshire, Springfield, Massachusetts, Westbury, New York, Montclair, New Jersey, um, Toppenish, Washington. I'm coming to Laughlin, Nevada, Las Vegas, Nevada, so many different places. Um, Detroit, Michigan, Harris, Michigan, Erie, Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It's crazy. All the dates are actually up on my website. And if you can make it, I would love for, you know, anyone to come because it truly is an amazing experience. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm dying to talk to a couple of people. And, uh, so I should definitely come for that. Now I, I heard you in an interview talking about that. This is draining work. Well, it's more physically draining than it is for me emotionally. 
Because when I see your loved ones in peace, you know, when I see your loved ones, I see them in peace. So when they come through, your loved ones aren't sick anymore. They're not upset anymore. And yeah, it's really upset, you know, going back and reliving some of the memories of how they had died or what had happened. But when I see your loved ones, I don't see them the way that you did. So what's really hard for people is that when they first lose a loved one, they remember their loved one as being sick. They remember as them as their final days, not getting to say goodbye or maybe... It was a really tough goodbye. Or maybe it's that, you know, they remember their loved one suffering for many years. Well, when I see your loved one come through, they come through without pain, without illness, being able to walk, move, speak, whatever limits they had here in this world, they don't on the other side. And that's what's so special and amazing. Yeah, that really is. That really is. Now, is there something you do if you're feeling like you just mentioned jet lagged or there's something else going on that you're able to put yourself in a space that helps you allow you to see? Well, so like right now, like I put, I'm in the space of, of decompressing. Cause like the last couple of days I have, when I go on tour, I have to give my whole energy to the audience. So before I go, it's power down, take a couple of days and then go into it because it's literally when you do the, this work, you know, you're using your whole body to communicate. So like now is the time that I'm going, I separate a couple of days out where I don't do any readings. And then I jump back into it just to give myself a time to recharge because What's so crazy is that when you get back into these things and you get back into the events, the loved ones are waiting, the souls are waiting, and then it's about getting as many messages through as possible. What do you say to skeptics? For example, my husband is the biggest skeptic. I told him I'm doing this interview. He's like, oh, come on, hon. I'm like, hon, you never come know. Come to an event. Come to an event. That's what I tell them. Yeah. You know, but I love the skeptical ones. He's a great guy, by the way. Well, listen, I expect everyone to be a skeptic. I think that it's healthy to be a skeptic because, you know, you want to know, can somebody really do it? Can they really speak to the dead? Can they really, you know, connect with the other side? So the thing is, is that, you know, being a medium, I can tell you this. I can tell you that if you've never experienced it, you've got to give it a shot, right? Don't just say you're a skeptic. Come watch, take part of the experience and then say if you're a skeptic. And it's amazing because I love it when guys come and guys are the biggest skeptics and then they get a <laughs> message and it completely changes their life because, you know, the saddest thing is when somebody's skeptical, not only about mediumship, but about heaven and the afterlife. Is my loved one really there? Is there a such place? Is there an afterlife? And I love being able to show people that, yes, there is another side of this. And yes, your loved ones are there. How do you know the person is legit, right? Because aren't there some phonies out there? Well, listen, there's phonies in every single profession, but you have to trust yourself, right? Okay. You have to trust what your intuition is telling you. And not to mention, not every psychic medium is right for you. There's all different mediums. There's all different ways that people connect with the other side. There's medical mediums that actually will read about a person's health and about what they're going through health-wise. There's business psychics. There's pet psychics. There's uh, angel psychic, spirit guide psychic. I mean, there's so many different types of, of you know, it's almost like going, finding the right doctor for you, right? Or the right therapist for you. You have to really, you have to go through that vetting process and really understand, you know, how that psychic or that medium works, how they receive their information, if that person's going to be a fit for you. Because sometimes it's not about the message, but it's also about the delivery. And that's one of the things that I tell people as well, because some people will, you know, they don't like the way that I deliver, right? And they might prefer somebody else. It all depends on who you feel comfortable with. And I can even tell you that like my grandmother, my mom and me, all psychics, completely different gifts. Really? Well, tell us a little bit about that. So my grandmother used to get premonitions and omens. So my grandmother, that's how she was psychic. She would just know when something was going to happen, good or bad. She just used to get these impressions that would come out of nowhere. My mom, my mom is someone who is a life reader. So my mom doesn't do what I do. She doesn't connect with the other side, but she can see life events. Like, you know, how many kids you're going to have, if you're going to get married, if this person that you're dating is the one, that type of thing. And my mom also reads cards. 
And then with me, I grew up seeing and hearing the departed. So three different mediums, three different gifts. And that's what's really cool is that every single medium is different. I've never met two mediums that are the same. Oh, that's interesting. Now, you mentioned a pet psychic. I recently had a woman on the show who used an animal communicator to be able to communicate with her dog, Celeste, who is a beautiful, sweet, deaf pit bull. And she learned all this stuff about Celeste. Yeah, I actually sit on the board of an animal shelter. Oh, and it's great. funny, we have, this, we have this woman, she's fantastic. Her name is Karen Daly, and she's a pet psychic, pet communicator. And she actually volunteers her time coming into the uh, animal shelter. And if there's an animal that's sick or there's an animal that, you know, uh, that there's questions over, because sometimes these animals come into the shelter, you don't know where they came from. They were abused, you know, they were neglected, but you don't know the backstory. Karen comes in, she has a gift that I don't have, but she comes in and she well, can tell you like, oh, this, this dog is acting this way for this reason. And I've seen her work and it's incredible because it's like, it's what I do with humans. She does with the animals. So it's really cool. What is her name? I need to get her on dog eared. Karen Daly is her name. You got to tell her that, tell her that I sent, that, that I sent her and she'll definitely come on. She's amazing. Oh, that would be so great. I really hope I can come and see you in person because I, I do want to see someone, but I want it to be like, you have such a genuineness about you and such oh, a warm you. kindness. And you've clearly been doing this forever. I mean, you're, you look like a very young man though, I must say. Like, you're, well, that, well, I'm only 31. So yeah, I've, okay. been my, I've been doing it my whole life, but I feel very blessed to, you know, be on this journey that I am. And you know, it's amazing because I didn't know, I didn't go into this thing. I wanted to be a medium. You know, I started as an EMT. When I say that, you know, I started talking about my gifts. That's exactly what I did. I didn't charge anybody. I didn't, you know, open, set up shop. What happened was, is that I started to read people at work. And when I would sense things and feel things, I would talk about it. And then next thing you know, people were like, oh my God, I need a reading with you. Oh my God, my friend, my friend's friend wants to, wants to connect with you. Oh my God, my friends, my, a bunch of my friend's friends want to connect with you. They'll pay you. Come over to the house. So we, <laughs> so it, was, it started off as just being a fun thing. Never did I ever believe that this would be my career or my path. But I'm so glad because I feel as though that, you know, heaven had the path for me all along. I just didn't know what road to follow. Everyone in the audience obviously wants to talk to you. So how does it work? Well, it all depends on what soul comes through and what soul steps forward. So that being said, when, when the event happens, you know, everyone's there wanting to connect with the loved one. But what loved one is actually going to come through is up to the other side. I don't pick the people. The other side does. So, for example, this is one thing that people should know is that no medium can actually go and make a certain loved one talk to you. Whether you lost your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, I can't make your mom come through. I can't make your dad come through. I can't make a soul come through. You know, and it's actually backwards. People come to a medium looking to connect with their loved ones, but their loved ones come to a medium looking to connect with them. Right. Oh, so, for example, okay. you might want to talk to your mom, but you and your mom had a great relationship. She passed away and, you know, she left this world peacefully and you get to hold her hand and lay on the side of her. She probably won't come through. But if you had a stepbrother who, you know, uh, you didn't get along with that, you didn't get to say goodbye with that caused this big rift in the family that, you know, uh, there was questions over his passing and so and so is still fighting because of his death. He's probably the souls that will step forward and speak just Based because he's probably got unfinished business. So that's the way that it works because there has to be a message there. Your grandmother's not going to come through and say, oh, hi, I'm up in my in my bedroom, you know, sipping coffee. Everything's great in heaven. But they will come through if maybe things were left unsaid. Maybe there's something you need to go, you need to know. Maybe you're going through a really tough divorce right now and that soul has to come through to let you know what's going to happen. Maybe you're in fear of losing your kids. You know, the messages are very deep and they're really emotional. And that's the reason why people come to these events and they sell it so quickly because 
you know, it's amazing being there because it's not just about getting the message, but it's about, you know, picking up on other people's experiences and really understanding that our loved ones are truly there, they're there to help us, and that we never go through anything alone. It also gives us a little a little peek into heaven in the afterlife. One of the things that I love is I try my hardest to dig as deep into my gift as possible and be as specific as I possibly can. You know, I owe it to my clients. I owe it. It's what they, it's what people expect of me when they come to an event and they come to a show. And that's what I always want to give them. And can you work with people one-on-one like over Zoom or Skype or anything else? Oh, absolutely. I do that every week. Every week there's, there's live, um, Zoom events where people attend from home and for people who can't come to the, to the tour stops, that's what we do. And it's, it's incredible. Oh, that's awesome. All right, Matt, give us your website. So my website is meetmattfraser.com. If the dead can find me, so can you. And on there are classes, books, any way that in any way that you, you can um, learn to connect with the other side, you can find it right on my website. Well, you have been delightful. You're always welcome back here on Health Power. And you should come on dog-eared. I want to hear about the cool work you're doing at the dog shelter. I love that. Well, thank you so much. Well, it's not cool. Like, I sit on the board of directors, so it's more about getting people to donate money and, and uh, food and supplies. Yeah, but that's fabulous. All right, man. Thank you so much and have a great day. It was super fun. Thank you. You too.